The Infertility Podcast is a place of inspiration for every season in life, a resource where listeners can be encouraged to push past obstacles and be motivated by individual stories. The premise of infertility is understanding the season you are in and realizing that there are strategies that can be implemented to enjoy a fertile season. Now on with the show. Welcome to season four of the Infertility Podcast. Guess who's back? I feel like I should have some intro music just for this part. (laughs) So I hope you all are excited about the return of the podcast as much as I am. As I've stated before several times, whether through social media or on the podcast, podcasting is truly a labor of love. So thank you to everyone who has reached out, whether through emails, DMs, texts, just asking when I'm going to come back and what's going on, is everything okay, that sort of thing. I appreciate all of you, and I am so happy to be back. So at the end of season three, I think I mentioned that I would be out for one month just to take a break. And that one month turned into six to seven months. Uh, And so you're probably wondering, what's the deal? So, you know, we need to understand that life is just happening so fast. We are still in the midst of a global pandemic that seems to get increasingly worse day by day. That's the best way I can put it. Uh, And on top of that, uh, loved ones, family, friends are either contracting the virus or going through different hardships of life, um, people that have been, you know, really dear uh, in my life in the past like year or so, several of them have passed away. And I'm in a season where for every moment I have of like joy of something great happening, I get a phone call or several phone calls of people who are going through uh, hardships and hard times. Um, and I'm very much of an empath. So it is just really has taken a toll on me. I'm still kind of going through that even now as um, I'm recording this season and putting out the season. But I really want to bring season four um, to fruition, to completion. Uh, and so I'm just kind of pushing through uh, the highs and the lows of what the season we're in right now. Uh, I've really learned the importance of extending grace to myself the same way I extend grace to others. So I'm the type of person that gives a lot of chances to people. Um, I look at things from different perspectives to see others in a better light. And overall, I extend grace because everyone is carrying their own cross. So in this season, I had to learn to do the same for myself. Um, I'm going to preach self-care all day, every day, and had to remind myself that self-care is not selfish. So if you don't put yourself first, no one else will. And I had to take a step back and really put myself first in this season. Um, As I'm on this journey of trying to expand my family, taking my career to the next level, uh, shifting in ministry and different priorities, pursuing different opportunities, and establishing a good foundation for what's next and what's to come next, 
I had to do several things that I wanted to share on this episode so you can know that the past six months uh, of a break was not in vain. So the first thing I had to, you know, want to share with you all is I took some time um, this past year and really end of last year as well to do a lot of self-reflection. So it is very, very important to self-reflect. In the past couple of months, um, I had the privilege of facilitating a course by Stephen Covey, and it is in uh, regards to the seven habits of highly effective people. And some of you may have read the book. Um, and so I was uh, assisting uh, a regional team of rolling out this training to our uh, region. And there were some key concepts that really stood out to me. Um, if you haven't read it, I do encourage you to read it. Um, it is on like audiobook, so you don't have to physically read it if that's not your thing. Um, but it's a really, really great book. And one thing that um, really shaped me uh, was, and one of the concepts that kind of stood out, was the fact that we view things from our own perspective. And in the book, um, Stephen Covey states that this is a paradigm. So we we all have our own set of paradigms. And our paradigms shape how we think, it shapes how we act, and it shapes how we view things. So taking the time to self-reflect allowed me to understand why I think the way that I do, why I see things the way that I do, and why I react to certain things the way that I do. So when I kind of took that time to self-reflect, it also helped me to extend grace to myself, you know? So there's some things that I had to learn and there's some things I had to unlearn um, and even relearn. So uh, I can kind of push forward in this season and address my way of thinking, my way of doing things uh, and, and really how I overall act. So, um, it also helps me understand why others do the things that they do. So it helps me determine kind of how to move forward um, and understand that everyone is looking at things from their own perspective, from their own paradigms, um, you know, their own history, their own experience. And it's important that, you know, we take that into consideration for ourselves and for others. So when we don't shift the perspective, um, we are prone to walk in offense, meaning that when we just look at things in tunnel vision, anything anyone says or does will be offensive to us. So I really didn't want to be that person. I don't want to be that person. So I had to really learn to extend grace to myself as I, you know, learn myself in this season. Uh, I think that experiences really shape who you are, um, but you don't have to, uh, you you, you can't allow it to dictate who you are. So because I may have had a bad experience, that doesn't mean that I can't take any good out of that bad experience. And so I spent a lot of time in self-reflection and trying to determine, you know, how to, what was, what would be the best way forward. So self, um, self-reflection is really, really important and it also builds self-awareness. And so I had to become really self-aware, um, of, again, like my perspective, my paradigms, and how I wanted to move forward. So that was the first main thing was I spent a lot of time in self-reflection. Second, I had to really prioritize. Um, the season of rest for the past couple of months allowed me to really 
uh, prioritize what is truly important. Um, if there's one main lesson I learned in 2020, there were so many lessons, but one of the main lessons I think that I took out of 2020 and um, many individuals can uh, be aligned with this as well, is that life is truly a gift. We can be one, we can be here one day and gone the other. So I had to learn and reassess what was important in 2021. And I had to prioritize those things. So God, my husband, my family, close friends, ministry, um, starting this new chapter in my career, that was really my main focus. Um, I, I really needed to lay a good, good foundation um, and tweak things and, and move things um, in order for me to be at a place where I felt like my mental health was good and I'm making strides despite all of the chaos that is happening. So when you truly list out all that you are doing, you will realize there's a lot of things that can wait. Um, and that's what I did. I wrote down, you know, to-do list and I just prioritized I, and said, okay, what is the main thing that is important this day? Um, and when you do that, when you look at things and prioritize, that is freedom. Um, I was no longer bound by saying yes to everything. I no longer have um, FOMO for what, you know, for those who know what FOMO, FOMO is, is feeling of missing out. I was content. I am content of where I am. I'm content with my support system. I'm content with my circle and what's going on in my current season. And that's really because I took the step to prioritize what was actually important. And so I took that time to not only self-reflect, but also prioritize in the season what is important. Uh, and then the third thing is gratitude. Um, in this podcast, I've talked about gratitude so much. Um, and I think it's really, really vital on a day-to-day -day -day basis. Um, I lead with, with gratitude because I know that things could be so much worse. Um, there's a song in um, Creole, for those of you who know me, I am Haitian, of Haitian descent. Um, and we often sing this song in church, and I'll try to translate it as best as I can in English. And the lyric says, if today I am alive, it's by God's grace. Without you, God, I'm nothing. And literally, this is the song for this season. Every morning that we wake up, it is truly by God's grace, and it is a gift to us. So I have really um, focused on when I wake up in the morning, thinking about one or two things that I'm grateful for, despite what may be going on, despite maybe some bad news that I receive, what are some key things that I can focus on that I am really happy about, really have a heart of gratitude about in this season. Um, one track of my life, I have things going on so great, going personally and professionally. And on the other side, I am dealing with so much grief um, from loved ones, family, friends that are suffering in the season for whatever, you know, situation that they may be in. And it's like, sometimes it's so hard to have joy in that moment of, hey, this is, this is a victory. Hey, this is something that, this is something great that happened. Um, and I'm dealing with this other lane of my life where like 
I see people really hurting. Um, and I'm trying to find, you know, a way to deal with that, you know? And so um, gratitude has definitely helped me uh, really focus and hone in onto, you know, what it is that I'm grateful for and really therapy and talking to someone about, hey, this is what's going on in the season um, and helping me navigate conversations, navigate um, coping skills or what have you, mechanisms to move forward. And then the last thing um, is self-care. So on my social media pages, I have tried my best to promote self-care because I know that this is an area where many, including myself, struggle with, especially women. So we're so good about taking care of other people, making sure our friends are okay, our family's okay. For those of you who are married, your spouse is okay. For those of you who have children, your children are okay. You're making sure everyone is okay, but you're not okay, right? So um, self-care is not only getting your nails done, getting your toes done, hair done. All of those things, trust me, are great things. But it's also important, or it's all, self-care is also putting yourself first and understanding your current needs emotionally, physically, mentally, and spiritually. So it's important that um, you incorporate all those things within your self-care regimen. So I wanted to share in 2020, I got a therapist, my husband and I, um, specifically in regards to our infertility journey. So my husband and I was, we were able to kind of unpack, you know, the traumatic events of uh, miscarriage, just the fact that we have been in the season for a little while. <laughs> um, and just talking to someone and, and, and getting through that and making sure like we were emotionally healthy. So I wanted to share one of the exercises that was so liberating. And uh, maybe it's something that you can do in your own personal time. And in this activity, we were to write out one of our biggest fears and then say it out loud. So my biggest fear was that I would not uh, give birth to my own child. And I wrote it down and then it was my opportunity and I said it out loud. And we unpacked that. But one of the key takeaways that I took out of that um, exercise is when I said it out loud, I realized it wasn't as scary as I thought. And sometimes we're bound by fear, we're bound by um, expectations, deadlines, and all these different things, what society has projected, maybe what friends and family has projected as what your life should look like. Um, and when you say your biggest fear out loud, you come to the realization that it may not be as scary as you thought. Um, I found so much freedom in that moment. I realized that I can be a mother in so many other ways. And I felt so liberated, you know, by saying it out loud, by acknowledging that this is a fear and understanding how to manage that fear. So in the past year, in my past break, um, I have learned so much uh, about myself. Um, and one of the things is I learned to allow myself to feel to feel the emotions, process them, and unpack them. Oftentimes, we're so ready to sweep things under the rug. And part of self-care is dealing with those things 
head on. And so sometimes we glamorize what self-care looks like, uh, and it can be very glamorous, but there's moments where it's not so, so glamorous and you're in the trenches um, making sure that you are emotionally, physically, mentally, and spiritually uh, good. So spiritually, I learned to trust God. I often tell people uh, in the season that I'm in, if I trust God, that means I have to trust his timing. And so I'm learning to relinquish control and trust God um, in this past season, in this current season, and know that he has everything worked out for my good. And so I really wanted to um, take that time to have the opportunity to, to um, unpack things and let that also be part of my self-care routine, my self-care regimen, um, because I think that oftentimes we overlook um, emotional, uh, the emotional aspect of self-care, and it's very, very important. So in this episode, I really wanted to share light of what my one month break turned into six, seven months <laughs> was all about. Um, I am good. I'm okay. Um, I know some people were kind of worried. Those who don't, uh, who are not on social media, I got some emails like, is everything okay? When are you coming back? Um, everything is fine. You know, we're still standing by the grace of God. Um, and it is important to say yes to yourself and put yourself first. So I hope I was that example um, for knowing when to start and when to stop. Um, and I've set the necessary patterns and boundaries that I hope will allow me to have a successful season. So self-reflection, prioritizing, gratitude, self-care. Now, as far as the podcast is concerned, there are many things that we will probably do differently this season. Um, I am still uh, not 100% how this is all going to go down, but I know my tribe, you know, is tried and true, and you guys will be um, by my side. So, you know, in seasons past, we just put, you know, 25 consecutive episodes. Um, because of COVID, because of what people are going through, um, we may have to tweak things. So I may have to put out 12 to three episodes consistently and then take one or two weeks break and then complete the season with 12 to 13 episodes. We may even go straight through. I have no idea, but I am embracing the uncertainty that comes in this season because there is a lot of uncertainty. Um, so I just really ask for your grace and for your understanding as we navigate through this. It has been tough to get interviews done um, as, as people you know, would schedule, and then they would have their own personal challenges, family emergencies, myself included, um, and I want to be cognizant of that moving forward. All in all, I am so excited about season four for the episodes that are already recorded. Um, these episodes will, will um, that have been already been completed really cover topics we haven't covered before. So there are new perspectives, new ideas, new stories. Um, and so I'm really excited to share some of this with you all um, because it will kind of enlighten you of the different things people are experiencing uh, and the different aspects that come with infertility, fertility, faith, lifestyle, uh, and so I'm really excited for what's to come. 
I was also reminded by someone recently that this is part of my legacy. So when I'm dead and gone, um, these seasons and episodes will be available. And even if I take breaks, there are some still, there's still some newcomers joining the community and I am very, very much grateful for that. So prior to um, leaving, I had celebrated 13K downloads and um, we are really close to hitting 14 plus K even without putting out new content. Um, so we have new people who are tuning in and it's such a blessing. And so I am really excited for this season. I hope that you stick around for season four and what's to come. And I would love to hear from you, whether through social media, email, direct messages, what have you, I would love to hear from you. So again, this is uh, season four, episode one. And I thank you so much for tuning in. Ciao. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Infertility Podcast. Be sure to connect with me via social media. You can find me on Instagram at I am Danielle Joseph or on Facebook, Master Mentor and Minister. Or you can visit my website, which is www.iamdaniellejoseph.com. Thanks so much for tuning in.